0: Do you wonder about past lives? Have you ever thought about where your soul has been, where it's going, or what lessons and memories have been gathered along the way? In this podcast, we will discuss past life memories, psychic phenomena, energy healing, and other metaphysical topics with experts and the average person to find out how we can heal through these experiences. So I invite you to join me on my journey. Welcome to the Regression Session. keto or whatever and so i'm, I'm always just like oh, eh. <laughs> I'm like that's so gross <laughs> welcome back to the regression session my name is ian welcome to the regression session to any new listeners thanks for tuning in we love you this week we're going to be hearing once again from courtney starkey i had her on my show in episode 23 called we are the cure for the darkness so check that out if you want to after this episode this week we're going to be talking about channeling spirit guides raising your vibration a couple other things i was kind of caught off guard because every single time i think that i'm super far down the rabbit hole i talked to courtney and then i realized just how deep the rabbit hole actually goes So, Courtney, if you're listening, thanks so much for for challenging my belief system once again and calling me out. Don't forget to subscribe in your podcast player so that you don't miss any one of my weekly uploads. (laughs) That's the word I was trying to say. Uploads. I upload every single week. Most of the time it's on Sundays at 8 a.m. Mountain Time. but. Like this week, it's going to be way later just because I didn't get around to it, but that's okay. I try to stay consistent. Don't forget to share the podcast with everybody that you know in the entire world to help get them access to this resource that I wish that I had when I was going through my spiritual activation. So without further ado, here is my second conversation with Courtney Starkey. Welcome back to the Regression Session, Courtney. Thank you for coming on.
1: It's my pleasure. Thank you.
0: <laughs> okay, so I wanted to talk to you about uh, channeling, I guess, like spirit guides and stuff, Be- but I don't like calling it channeling. And the reason that I wanted to talk to you about it is because I fairly recently, like a few months ago, became a vegetarian. It started off as like health reasons. Mm-hmm. And then it moved into like spirituality reasons because so I used to be like a big meat eater. And and now the sight of a steak makes me want to vomit. It's like it's a gag reflexing. I can't control it. Yeah. My, my sister gets very angry at me whenever she makes her chicken because she's like keto or whatever. And so I'm I'm always just like oh. <laughs> like that's so gross I'm like you're eating a dead animal right now <laughs> but yeah I digress the re- <laughs> the reason that that comes into play is because since I since I did that and became a vegetarian I find it insanely easier to slip into like a hypnotic trance on my own yeah. and then I start referring to myself as the vessel and then, yeah. and then, and then I just start talking. So, the last time I had you on, you kind of did something similar. You almost like channeled your spirit guides at will, and so that's why I wanted to talk to you about it today because because you did that, and I wanted to just kind of deep dive into like what you think channeling is, how it's done, what it can be used for, and all that good stuff.
1: I love it every syllable of what you just said so the first thing that I'm going to say is do you know that I'm vegan
0: I do yes
1: okay all right I didn't know if you were saying all of that and then I was going to be able to say and guess what (laughs) and then I want to because I like the way that you you broke it down where you said Okay, first came the the vegetarianism, then came the channeling. I want to tell you my story very quickly because I've got one more piece before that, and maybe it's related to um, your progression as well. So back in September of 2009, my healthcare plan changed. And so I used to be on birth control, and I used to be on daily allergy medicine, and when my healthcare plan changed, my copay for my monthly prescriptions went from, I don't know, $10 or $20 per prescription to $50 per prescription. Now I could pay for it. That wasn't the issue. It was more that I was just so sick of all of the people who are in charge just constantly taking advantage. And so I I was just like, and am, am I allowed to swear on this podcast?
0: Yeah. I just okay. I bleep out the F word. That's it.
1: <laughs> well, get your bleep button ready because <laughs> <laughs> because when I saw how much it had gone up and I was just like, F- you. F- you. Like I am not going to participate in this bullshit system anymore. Like you just see how the powers that be, I put the word power in quotes, but you just see how they constantly are trying to squeeze everybody harder and harder. And I was just like, I could pay for this, but I object to this system and I choose to no longer participate in it. And so that was in September 2009. And I can't remember exactly what day, but it was probably late November of 2009. So only about two months or so after leaving the the medicine culture and having all of that medicine out of my system, I suddenly became vegan. Like I've been talking about becoming vegan for a really long time, but I strongly suspect that when the pharmaceuticals had the time to fully leave my body, fully leave my mind, fully leave like whatever energy was intermingling with me, that I had such an easy time of becoming vegan. And I think that when that first domino falls, it allows all of the other dominoes to fall more easily. And so, as you were saying, then you have all of that energy of the other animals that leaves your system. So you become a clearer and clearer and clearer connection to source. I imagine that if you have all of these things that are within you that aren't you, that it's probably like looking through really fogged up or really dirty glass and trying to connect to what's on the other side of that glass. And if you're just you, then you're probably very clean and shiny and transparent and you can connect through and see through much easier. Now, all of that being said, I am certain that there are people out there who are amazing channelers that are just, you know, Eating roadkill or whatever, you know, whatever extreme version <laughs> of eating, um, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm sure that that is possible. But I think for some of us that we're not eating what is actually best for us. And I know for me, I need to eat sunshine energy. I really need the fruits and the vegetables. Like, you know how there are junk food vegans? I mean, Oreos are vegan.
2: Uh, Crackers
1: (laughs) are vegan, right? So there there is also a way to eat as a vegan. And it's still, you're putting, you're still muddying the waters because you're putting all that processed energy into you instead of that pure energy into you. So luckily, I really like fruits and vegetables and whole foods. And for me, it feels like I'm eating sunshine energy. So that's going to be the best energy for me. So it will make everything much easier. It's like if you have a high performance vehicle, you need to put in the high performance fuel for it to function properly. So some of us are like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. And for me, it was super weird. Cause it's almost like it was like designed to be that way because I have a health condition. Um, you know, I'll just say it. It's not that big of a deal. I have gout really bad and you know exacerbates gout horribly is meat like all Mm -hmm. meat products and so like the timing was just super weird for me i was i was like going to work every day and i have a pretty like i have to be on my feet all day for my for my job and i get these gout flare-ups in my feet like in the joints in my feet so when i when i get them i cannot walk and so i had a gout flare-up like a few months before and then usually I'm okay and I don't have one for like six to eight months or I didn't have one for six to eight months at a time and then all of a sudden like just randomly out of nowhere I got another one it was probably the worst one I'd ever had it was in both feet I had to literally crawl around my house wow it was so bad and I was like you know what I, I am so done with this and I was like, I guess I have to become a vegetarian. <laughs> I, I can't. I, I can't do the veganism yet. I don't know if I if I could ever really do that. Just because I don't know. I like cheese and stuff, but we'll like, talk about it. Right. Trust me,
1: it's better than you think it is.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not like against veganism in general, right? I'm just like baby steps. Baby steps, you know. I agree.
1: I agree. But as part of the baby stepping, try some vegan, quote, dairy products and be prepared to be delighted. <laughs> Seriously. I'm, they just well, figured out vegan cheese in the last couple of years. I thought they were never gonna figure that out. They figured it out.
0: Well, they figured out the beyond meat thing too. That's that's all soy and it's literally heme protein like meat, but it's made from soybeans. But but I I to finish up real quick, I just went vegetarian specifically for the health reasons and then and then I slowly started being like, I'm not I'm not gonna do that anymore. I'm like, that's gross. <laughs> I was thinking maybe I would eat meat like once every couple of weeks or something like that. And I did at first and then I was just like, Ew, I'm not gonna eat that dead animal. That's yeah. disgusting. Um, and and anyway not to like preach vegetarian or veganism like do whatever you want yeah 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 for us it's it's interesting and and then i did this weird channeling session or whatever you want to call it with my wife because i just kind of randomly slipped into it and i was like the vessel is prepared (laughs) (laughs) And, and then and then she starts asking me about uh like eating meat and and things like that and the answers that i that i just randomly said were very interesting
1: do you want to share what they are because that's a nice segue it's bridging the vegetarianism and the channeling
0: yeah so okay so she asked me about like why why is it that i didn't want to eat meat anymore because she was just curious and i and i said i i don't remember everything i go i literally have dreams when I'm in here, I like slip into sleep and then I just start talking. It's really, really weird. So I only remember like 25, 30% of these things. But I was saying like, like I I chose to have this health condition so that at when the time was right, I would be able to increase my vibration. And then I started mm-hmm. talking about how when you eat – plants like when you eat fruit when you eat let's just say like salads like right like lettuces leafy greens grains things like that you're when you pull them off of the vine or when you pull them off of the plant or harvest them you're not killing it necessarily right
1: mm-hmm. you're
0: harvesting it while it's still alive and then you're with leafy greens especially you're eating it while it's still alive right mm-hmm. And so you're getting living energy. When you eat meat, what you're actually eating, and it's disgusting to think of it this way, but it's literally true, you're eating decaying flesh. So the second that you kill an animal, it starts to decay, and then you start to eat dead energy. And so that's yeah. what I was talking about, how you you eat dead energy. And when you eat the dead energy, apparently I was talking about how you get all of this, like all of the sadness, all of the sorrow, all of the I used words that I never use, like. Uh, melancholy, I never use that mm-hmm. word. Uh, yeah,
1: I, I let's be the- honest, let's ratchet it up a little bit. The terror. Like the, oh, yep. idea, the, the idea that people are not eating like pure suffering, uh, they're deluding themselves to think that they're not eating pure suffering.
0: Yeah. And, and you know, I, I had like a pepperoni pizza the other day, just like not the other day, but like a couple of weeks back. Cause I was like, you know, maybe I could have like some pepperoni. And I was <laughs> just kind of disgusted. I was like, Ew, I'm not doing this. I felt horrible. I, I felt physically horrible. And I felt, like, spiritually horrible about it, too, because I was like, God, you know, this animal got f***ed up during its lifetime, (laughs) you know, and, and anyway, I was, and this was when I was kind of, like, first doing it, so I, I I had no real spiritual ideals about it, really, at the time, and I saw, I was talking about this stuff, and, and then, and then I started talking about how, I guess, like, the more com- emotionally and spiritually complex an animal is, the more it affects your vibration. So it's like every, every living creature that you eat is going to affect your vibration in a negative way. But let's just say, for example, fish are essentially just like mindless automatons, right? I don't
1: believe that, but go
0: on. <laughs> well, they're, they're like part of a hive mind. But, you know, this is what I was saying. Uh, that fish will lower your vibration less than if you ate like a cow, but it's still going to lower your, your vibration. Oh, my
1: team wants to come in now. <laughs> I I only know that because the word we was about to come out of my mouth. Yeah. Uh, they don't believe that. <laughs> now here's the thing. Oh, I'm just going to let them talk. Um, we don't think that you or your soul or your team are wrong. We just think that it's far more individualized than people think. So for Courtney, she understands that all living things are soul energy on the same level. There is no hierarchy whatsoever. And so she's not going to eat a shrimp the same way she's not going to eat a dog or a horse. That to her is the exact same thing. And that is the exact same thing to us. And that is where we are with regard to this issue, everybody's going to be in a different place. Um, it's so individualized, but that is where we are with this issue.
0: Yeah. And, and as I've come ac- like come farther along, that's kind of, i still don't want to eat fish. I still don't want to eat shrimp or whatever, but that's like, we want way- you to
1: follow your path. And if the backslide helps you to propel forward faster, embrace the backsliding.
0: Backsliding meaning,
1: pepperoni, well, and pepperoni. feeling bad about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't eat meat anymore for that exact reason, though. Mm-hmm. And but like the whole thing of like the emotional um, complexity thing, I think was just mainly for me to understand. In a way that I could comprehend and that my wife could comprehend, right?
1: Yes, we follow. And that's what we're saying that there are steps along the path, but ultimately you were going to let go of that step. You will graduate from that step.
0: Yeah, I'm already on my way to it, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, we agree. Also, we want to, we want to plant a few seeds and we do apologize because you said the exact right thing earlier, which is baby steps. So we're just planting the seeds. We're not expecting you to to step right into this. Since you are concerned about suffering, do not pretend that the dairy industry is not suffering. No,
0: it is. It's deep
1: suffering. It's prolonged suffering. That is a longer lifetime for a suffering animal rather than a death for a suffering animal.
0: I actually brought that up with my wife, too. And and if you don't mind for a minute, could we just bring Courtney back in?
1: Oh, she's always here. Right. You want the gentler version of this? Okay, I'm back. I'll do the gentler version. More giggles from me.
0: No, so <laughs> what I want... So that's very interesting. You see, what you what you did is normally when, when you're talking, you can, like, dictate your words, but sometimes... I don't know about you, but when I do this this channeling thing, I sometimes it's like almost like a translation issue because all communication on that plane or or whatever is like all telepathic. So sometimes I'll have like a hard time, and I'll like catch my words. And you kind of did that, so it made me want to talk to you. So you were just doing what I was talking about. Could you just take a second and tell me what it's like for you? So just for the sake of my audience, like, what is it like to? allow your guys to talk to you.
1: Well, it's interesting for me because I've done it for so long. The first time my soul and it wasn't it wasn't the quote we version of things. It was again, like they were just saying it's it's where you are along the path. So if they had borrowed my vocal cords for the very first time, and then we started coming out of my mouth, I would have been like, what the bleep, I'll just do it for you. What the bleep is going on. <laughs> and so it came in as a very individualized soul, you know, what you read about in books. So it wasn't surprising to me at all. Uh, his name is Ansel. He has a more masculine energy and that's how it went for a while. And then I honestly can't remember exactly when the Wii started, but I know for sure that it stepped into a higher gear in March of 2020 and I started channeling more regularly. And so in the beginning, I had to do the whole close your eyes, take a few relaxing breaths. Then like the Courtney version of things had to open up and allow the soul team version of things to come in and borrow the vocal cords and I was doing some censoring and some editing and some hemming and hawing about like should that come out of my mouth or not and then eventually I did it enough that my energy and their energy don't even really feel that different like you you heard it just now that I didn't know that they were about to start talking until they used the word we and that's when I was like oh okay like that's them that's not me because of that terminology um and then once they're in there like they kind of sneak up on me a little bit like I don't feel it coming until I hear the word we but then once they're in there it definitely does feel like a distinct difference not necessarily energy wise but personality wise like they're still funny and they're still gonna laugh some but they're they're much more assertive than I am. Like I'm gonna to try to gently bring things in. And they're like, why? Like everyone here is a big boy and girl. <laughs> like, why? why do you have to be so gentle when it's unnecessary? And I'm like, but is it unnecessary? <laughs> so, so um, so for me, because I've done it so much, it does not feel like that distinct of a difference which i personally enjoy i think that that's a sign of me being more fully connected in my everyday life which is really nice it's a major upgrade
0: for me it just kind of feels like i'm making it all up i question my own sanity
1: (laughs) oh well are any of us are any of us sane even the ones who think that they're sane we're all living in a dream
0: Right. We're all in a simulation and free will is just kinda like really way more limited than we think. But Mm -hmm. so when you do it, do you hear the words in your head?
1: Not well, hold on. Uh what actually can you clarify what you mean? Because I'm interpreting it two different ways.
0: Everybody has a voice or a lot of people have a voice, their own self-talk. I guess you call it. Like you hear. So your you're saying
1: voice. before it comes out of my mouth, do I hear it in my head first? Yes. Only if I'm getting in the way. So if I'm not letting it come out of my mouth first, then I'm going to hear it in my head first. If I am letting them just speak, then I'm hearing it with my ears from my mouth at the same time you are.
0: Okay. Well, I have aphantasia. Right. So I can't, I don't have a voice in my head and I can't see things in my head. So it's just kind of, I guess it's kind of weird. But the reason I bring that up is because I can't, I don't hear it in my head. It literally just feels like I'm just making shit up as I talk.
1: Like making it up in a fake way or it's just creating very organically and then you're discovering it as it's said.
0: Uh, Yeah. It's kind of like that. I say some weird things like I never believe in God or I never believed in in God for a long time. Right. But then I my wife asked me about um, what happens after you die. And I started talking about how individuality is God's will. uh, But you can choose it or something like that. But I said it's God's will, which is weird because I don't I didn't believe in in any kind of a God at the time. Yeah. So why would I say it's God's will? (laughs)
1: It's very validating whenever they say something where you're like, I definitely wouldn't say that. And I guess the temperament thing, the personality component of it, I definitely wouldn't, as Courtney, I would not come at you or anyone else as hard as they do. And they're just, I I think it's because they actually have more faith in people than I do. Where I'm like, oh, but can they handle it? And they're like, yes, they can handle it.
0: Yeah, I've <laughs> called some people out when I was in that state cuz I still have to do the whole like like oh, you know, like close your eyes and like
2: <laughs> like, yeah. like,
0: like all that stuff. I I've definitely here like had them want to come through for a couple people randomly. I get like a pulling like a like a like a really big butterfly energy surge right in my where my solar plexus area is when it happens.
1: Yeah. Oh they um they have something more that they want to say by the way.
0: <laughs> no, this is very interesting. Go ahead and let them come through if you want to.
1: So the only other thing that we have to say is, again, part of the baby steps, in addition to releasing dairy, we want you to consider releasing the works of man. And what we mean by the works of man would be the processed foods that, yes, come from a plant base, but are not things that you would necessarily want in your body. So if you really pay attention to how you are feeling when you were eating pure sunshine energy, you referred to it as living energy, which we appreciate that terminology. When you are eating pure sunshine energy for an extended period of time, we don't know how long that will take for you to clear the other energy, maybe three days, maybe five, maybe seven, but you'll know it. You'll feel so clear and so good. Then we encourage you when you feel that clear and that good, we encourage you to eat something like the beyond Meat and just see how you feel then you will find a distinct difference and then you'll understand what we are saying. Is it better than rotting flesh? Yes. Is it the purest thing for you? Probably not.
0: It's very, it's very interesting. You know, um, let's talk about while, while we're doing this, let's talk about the vibration. Can you explain that in a way that my audience could potentially understand? Um, we think they
1: can understand all of it.
0: Well, fine then.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What would you like to ask? What would you like to ask? And if we say something that you think is too beyond,
0: then we will clarify. Well, no, they can definitely understand. What I mean is, I guess, if we're being completely flat flat out honest, I guess for entertainment value, right? So that they can have something to go back on. Most people don't necessarily reach for access to this kind of a, a, a channeling session too often right most people all of all of
1: Courtney's clients do they channel their souls in 95% of the sessions.
0: Yes that's I, I bet they do but the people who I'm talking to for the most part what what my show is about is creating a resource for people to access like like the resource that I was that I would have had, when i was first going through my spiritual activation and so the like from point a of i'm eating meat what's the vibration like is there any quantifiable way to explain that and then like the any quantifiable way to explain where the vibration is how it works i just any information that i could get about the vibration that i haven't already said
1: From us right now? Yeah. Well, let us know if you are asking a question that is different than this. Regarding the vibration, we just mentioned a key piece of it, which is how are you feeling? How are you feeling whenever you are consuming something? That's a vibration. That's a very easy measurement
0: tool. So when I was eating meat, I almost never paid attention to that. Actually, I don't think I ever paid attention to that. Isn't that an
1: excellent point, right? It's almost like the friend who drinks too much and fully believes that they are okay. Meanwhile, all of the sober friends around them can see that they are not, but the drunk friend really does think that they are fine when it's so obvious that they're not, but they have something in their system that is clouding their ability to even perceive what's truly going on with them. So, if you're intoxicated if you are fully intoxicated by what you are ingesting, and we don't want to necessarily say that it's just meat, but if you are intoxicated by the news, by gossip, by road rage, by you know a bad boss, there are all of these things that people ingest every single day that are not good for them and cloud them and wear them down. That's another version of being very clouded over when you are tired, you're not perceiving clearly. And all of these things that we just listed are very draining. So the first step is to start to pay attention to, does this make me feel good or bad? And if you're asking those types of questions, you're going to excel very quickly because you're paying attention. Does this make me feel good or does it make me feel bad? Then the next thing is you need to start to take action on those things that make you feel good and you do more of them. And they make you feel bad, you do less of them. And then it becomes easier and easier and easier. The baby steps will become exponential growth because it's so much easy once you've dropped the first thing to drop the second, to drop the third, to drop the 30th.
0: See, and that's that's what I was really trying to get at. It's just like weird to ask questions to a third party. <laughs> I guess.
1: Are we the third party?
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Oh. Well, we're happy to answer the questions.
0: <laughs> Cuz it's like there's Courtney and then Courtney's channeling her team so I'm bypassing Courtney She's always here. She herself. agrees
1: with all of us. So if if there was something that we were saying that she disagreed with, she would chime in and say that she has an alternate opinion. She's really close with us. Like there's not much of a difference of opinion, maybe on a certain topic here and there. But in general, she's so connected to us and she trusts us a lot. And it's reciprocated. Um, so there's a lot of alignment here. But if you ever want the courting version, just say so, and you will get more giggles.
0: <laughs> so let me ask you this then. So every single time that I've done this uh, channeling thing, the information that I get is like filtered. So basically, and this has happened with me and someone else who's kind of, I'm kind of like coaching to get here almost um, to the point where they can do this channeling thing. Um They're making really good progress. But essentially what's happening or what has been explained to me through myself and through him is that it's like the information that we get from our teams or the guides or source or whatever you want to call yourself or or the other sources, it gets filtered through the knowledge that we have. Sure. you find that accurate. So they can't like – like use concepts that we're not necessarily familiar with, and blah blah blah, and all that stuff. So that whatever knowledge we have at hand is that what what they have to work with. Would you say that that's accurate? Hey everyone, I'm interrupting the episode to tell you all about my Patreon campaign. I love doing this podcast, and it is amazing to hear from people telling me how much they love it too. It takes a ton of time and effort to keep producing content every single week for you guys, and I would love to put out even more for everyone to enjoy. By subscribing to a tier in my Patreon campaign, you can help support the show, provide more episodes, bonus episodes, behind-the-scenes content, and just extra content in general. So if you enjoy the show and you feel it's worth your time listening and would like to contribute, you can go to patreon.com slash the regression session. There's also a link... In the description. Thanks so much for the support. I could never do this show without each and every one of you. Now back to the episode.
1: For the most part. So you're probably not going to use a word that you have never heard before. But as you mentioned, you're going to utilize words that are less likely to be used by you. So it's a much bigger toolbox than what you would normally be accessing, but it is still your toolbox. So we're not going to have her start speaking in Swahili.
0: Right. But so you have to use, you have to use the resources that are available.
1: Correct. But there's much more available than people tend to realize, including the spirit realm wisdom. And then also you're asking us very easy questions, which has been very fun. Sometimes people ask questions where we're not even sure in the, the first moment. So we need to go outside of our team and ask those questions and then come back with that information. Just like Courtney is not going to know everything and then she asks us. There's always a concentric circle of wisdom that you have access to. We want to rephrase that. We think that there's a very important word that we didn't say, which is there's a concentric circle of expanded wisdom that you always have access to. So, if let's say Courtney is the bullseye, she's the center ring of the concentric circles. And then she goes out to the next ring, which is us. And then something comes in that we're not aware of. And we go out to the next, and the next, and the next. And then ultimately, it's source, which means that it's access to all of the wisdom that has ever existed. But for the most part, the person asking the questions is going to ask those inner rings of questions and those inner rings can provide answers.
0: It's very interesting. You see, and, and I'm kind of caught off guard here because, because I didn't have any specific question. I, I came here to talk about channeling, not necessarily talk to channeling. So I don't have, it's like the, the questions that I was going to ask were more like, what does it feel like blah 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 but now it's like i have all of a sudden i've been i have like the spiritual internet thrown in my you can still ask
1: also you've asked courtney what does it feel like you should ask us what does it feel like as it will be a different answer
0: well what does it feel like to to like go through a tiny little human body
1: nope what it feels like is we have been waiting patiently to be heard and so it feels like it's about goddamn time (laughs) It's, yeah, our only issue is that we wish that you guys would communicate with us more frequently.
0: Yeah, you know what I, I say that all the time when I'm in that state too. Is that like it's basically like we're a they say something like we're a resource for people to access freely, and they call they call me specifically the vessel, and they always tell everybody utilize this vessel if you need to. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I I guess I'm just a tool now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's It's very interesting how your society trains you to not utilize this resource. Actively discourages most people to utilize a resource such as this. Yeah. The word crazy, insane, um, charlatan. Words like that exist, and right. we're awfully friendly and just here to help and give very practical advice, so we think it's funny that people would call it things like that
0: well, where i'm from i I was talking about this um, with someone who's quite religious in my area, and they immediately said oh you're uh you're communicating with demons
1: This is what we're saying active suppression. Why? People do not ask themselves questions like this enough. Why? Would there be a benefit to someone or some group if people think that they cannot access these things directly? Would there be a benefit to someone or some group if people think they have only one lifetime? Yes.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, it's all about the same thing like what what Courtney, what just Courtney said at the beginning, right? Like the the pharmaceutical company, it's all about, Power and control and money. Yep. right. It's yep. the same. It's the same thing. If if I can't, if I think I can't, go directly to my own spirituality and my own source of power and connection, and I have to go through some dude in a robe or whatever to get to l- like you. We you like know-
1: that you said robe, as that makes us think of the classic spirit guide look. We know that you meant lab coat. <laughs>
0: Well, lab coat or, like, I was thinking, like, the popple attire as well.
1: Oh, so we're back to religion. Yes, we were going to draw that connection as well, that um, previously you needed another person to save your soul. And now it's that you think you need another person to save your body.
0: Right, with with doctors and, and things like that, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah and, yeah and it's just weird because like I've kind of sensed like this huge I and I hate calling it an awakening so I'm not going to I call it activation because everybody I think everybody has their own spirituality but it's latent in a lot of people because of yeah. the training in society so i I' started referring to it as spiritual activation and I think that there's like a massive spiritual activation happening across the board here.
1: Yes, we use the same term. Actually, we say that a teammate has been activated, or we say a teammate has come online.
0: Yeah, that's. It's funny, but yeah, that's that's how I look at it. Like, yeah, everybody's like, "Oh, I am I am awake," and I'm like, "No, you've been awake this whole time, buddy." <laughs> but now you're activated. Like you're you're like, oh, because I, I could never. Now that I've been down this journey, and anybody who's listening. Now that you've been on this journey, you can't go back. Yeah. Like, you could try, but it's always going to be in the back of your head like, no, I can't do this anymore. Like, I could never go back to being religious. I could never go back to believing that when we die, we, dis- we just disappear. Yeah. Because of the things that I've seen and, and experienced. And I'm speaking you know, to you, but I'm speaking to my audience as well. Um, so let's let's do this. Let's talk about how can the average person, uh, like, start working on being able to allow their own teams to come through? Because a lot of people don't necessarily know how to start that process, right? For For me, it just kind of happened but how can people start the process? Because I'm sure that a lot of people would love to have, and, and, I, and I know that we all have access to it, but they need the education to get the access.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So how can how can anybody listening to this, how can they go through and start the step-by-step process to be like, okay, I can now comfortably channel my team or my guides or source or, or whatever?
1: Sure. So it's very easy, actually. Uh, the first thing is, As hard as it may be for some people, you need to let go of the doubt. When an answer comes in, you need to let the answer come in. If you want to double check, sure. But so many people let doubt drive how they are experiencing a situation. So something will come in and they're like, oh, I probably just made that up. And then they immediately sever the magic that was already beginning to happen. So Courtney facilitated a session yesterday, and the client saw the exact same first image that was coming into Courtney's awareness. And Courtney doesn't see her client's sessions every single time. So that was rare for that to happen. But we did that on purpose because this client doubted her ability to connect throughout the entire session and we intentionally made the two of them see the same thing at the same time. So at a minimum, that client could have the seed planted that she is able to do this. But she spent you know, two, two and a half hours doubting herself, doubting herself. And she could have spent two, two and a half hours stepping into her magic. We don't judge her, but we do lament a little bit that that was the chosen path. We know that it will still help her and activate her, but it's a slower activation, and we prefer speed. So the first step is you really have to be consciously aware of are you letting doubt drive the ship? The second thing is to start practicing with things that you don't have an emotional investment in. We mean examples like this, and we're not, we're not being clever here. We really want people to actually try this. So when you, as the thinking mind person that you've been going through life as this whole time, when you are thinking about what do I want to have for dinner, go ahead and make your mind up, but then check in with your soul and your team and ask the soul or the team, what do they want you? To consume for dinner. It might be the same answer. There's a very good chance it's a different answer. And there's no emotional investment in that. And we would say take action on what the team or the soul says, prioritize their preference because you've been living life as you for a very long time. And you can do that until the day you die, but you're not going to have much of an enhanced or evolved experience if you choose to keep operating the way you've been operating. If your team says have a different dinner, have a different dinner and just see what starts to happen. And eventually little things like that, that don't have an emotional investment, you start to get really comfortable, really confident with that. And it very easily and inevitably builds into those topics that are more substantial. And you'll even, we'll start to send you guys preferences without you asking. So for example, she will be thinking about what shirt to wear for a client session that's coming up. And it's not a big deal. It's just, what are you in the mood to wear that day, right? And so she'll reach for a certain shirt and we're like, nope, not that one. And then we'll guide her attention to a different one. We're like that one. And she is just like, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me what I wear. I'll pick the one that the team wants. And what will happen is the client will end up having a really cool experience related to the color that we have suggested that she wear. And it's just fun. We think it's fun. And we know it's coming. And she doesn't know it's coming. But she's smart enough to pay attention to our preference and to take action on it. And as far as these things building up over time, we will ask her to do things that she doesn't necessarily want to do. It's not bad things. It's just more like things that take effort. (laughs) And so we will suggest things that take effort. And she's just like, oh, do I ever get to rest? Like, do I ever get to plateau? Do I ever get to stagnate? And of course, the answer is no. And why would you want to plateau or stagnate? Um, So she takes action on the hard things too. And we're teaching her over time that things that look hard don't have to be hard. And she can only get to that next level of doing what looks hard with ease if she goes through the efforting initially. And so you just learn to trust your team and you take action and your life gets better and better and better as a result.
0: So I have a lot of skeptics that I like. They call themselves skeptics, but we all know you're not. Let
1: down, it's letting doubt drive the ship, but go ahead.
0: <laughs> well, like I was saying, we all know that you're whoever's listening, that you're not as much of a skeptic as you think. But for me personally, the biggest part that I have is the doubt, right? Like, like I question my own sanity in, in doing this because I just feel like i'm just like pulling it out of thin air out of nowhere and just saying things then that's and say that's-
1: something say something that is of substance that can be validated give yourself tests if you think that you're making it up then give yourself some sort of test so that you can prove to yourself that what you're channeling is accurate do whatever you can to drop the doubt there is just no reason we like to say it this way What you have been given, and everybody has it, but you're accessing it, right? What you've been given is pretty much a Ferrari, like a a world-class sports car. And when you are driving that Ferrari with doubt, it is like driving that beautiful machine with the emergency brake on. Why keep the emergency brake on? That's what doubt is like. It just grinds everything so slowly and so painfully. And there's no point to it. So give yourself some sort of validation test and get over it.
0: And how, what kind of a validation test are we talking here?
1: Well, we aren't going to know exactly what's going to be best for you, but there is going to be some, think of it this way. Just say to yourself, what would actually prove it to me that what I'm saying is accurate? Right? So we don't know, but that's the question. So what do I need to experience? to prove to myself that
0: this is real. Yeah. I've already got it in my head. What, what it would be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Do you want to say it?
0: Well, it would have like, for me personally, and I'm sure that anybody listening to this would have a different thing. Like you said, like it's going to be different for everybody. Um, and, and like the reason for context for my audience specifically, um, for context the reason that i even left like religion to begin with is because i'm a i'm the kind of guy that has to see it to believe it right kind of like i guess if you, we're going back to my astrology episode for anyone listening the typical kind of a capricorn skeptic hard-nosed numbers facts figures kind of a guy so for me personally, the thing that would have that I would ha- probably have to experience to fully buy in and be like, yeah, there's no doubt, would be like if I was to say something about someone or something that I had literally no knowledge on at all whatsoever, and then turns out it was verifiably true. Easy. Do it. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to try it. Good. And I'll let everybody know how it goes.
1: You know how earlier you you asking how does it feel on our end to channel? And our answer was, it's about goddamn time. Like, we're constantly waiting for you guys to connect with us. Like, when we hear that someone is releasing doubt, we're like, it's about goddamn time. <laughs> so, thank you. We are very happy for you.
0: Well, we'll see how it goes.
1: That's All a doubtful right. sentence, but...
0: I'm a doubtful guy. <laughs>
1: You do whatever you want to do.
0: <laughs> so, you know we're um we're coming up kind of on on time, and I want to be respectful of Courtney's time. So let's just say, do you have a message for my audience? A final word, piece of advice. Anything like that that could help some – I'm sure that somebody out there will hear something today and be vastly affected. But anything that you think someone who's going to listen to this needs to hear, anything like that, any final word?
1: Well, the first phrase that came to us is rainbows are real, and we're wondering who that's for because we're like, does somebody think rainbows are not real? But, yeah. So if we're going to get like really like there is no rhyme or reason, that's what we have to say. Do you want to ask something more specific?
0: <laughs> no, I, I mean, like any message that you want to leave for people in general, but like rainbow rainbows are real. Whoever is out there that hears this and now like a final word or, or is that just kind of it?
1: It depends on if you ask more questions.
0: I just honestly don't even know what else I could ask that I couldn't just ask on my, on my own for my own curiosity.
1: We think that you should facilitate one of these podcasts as your channeled self.
0: I also think that as well.
1: (laughs) It would be a good choice.
0: Interesting. All right, everybody coming up. (laughs) Coming up, the channel session exploring healing through channeling spirit guides and the metaphysical. Courtney and Courtney's team, thank you so much for once again coming onto my show. It's always very interesting when I talk to you. <laughs> of course, thought- we had fun. Do you want
1: Courtney to stay by so she can get a giggle in?
0: I would love to hear Courtney's laugh.
1: Hey, wow, they really do come hard, don't they? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs>
0: Yeah. No, they. I was being. Uh, I was being called up to the front of the class and and told to. Like solve the math problem on the board in front of the whole class when I didn't study.
1: Well, it's a classroom that you created, and uh, it's your equation, so you don't need to study. You already have it, <laughs> right?
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I just every time I've I talk to any guides or channels anybody I always feel like I'm like way less smart than I think I am
1: (laughs) oh well I mean maybe maybe that's the ticket because I was gonna say like they're all pretty sassy but I mean if you come to the table thinking that you're really smart they're going to outsmart you every time if you come to the table thinking like Lord, here we go. This is going to be good. Then it's just it's a fun roller coaster ride. I mean, I was working with a client one time, sweet girl, really, really sweet girl, and I I don't do this anymore. This was back in 2016 where I thought that I needed to like rephrase what the um what the wisdom was that was coming in just to like distill it down into something really succinct. Like I thought I was doing the client a favor. I don't believe that anymore. They they get it. They don't need me to try to rephrase things um, or like synthesize things. And so I did that. I was synthesizing something and her soul said to me, duh. (laughs) And so, of course, I don't mind because I think it's funny. I'm used to them being sassy. I'm sassy myself. So I get that humor and I love it. And so when she came back from the session, she looked at me and she was like, oh my God, I am so sorry that my soul said, duh, to you. And I was like, girl, that is hilarious. There is no need to apologize. So yeah, I think that if you approach it, knowing that they are smarter than you, which is why, why we reach out to them, right? They are wiser. They, mo- they are more connected and that's why we need to access them more. Um, yeah. Don't feel silly at all. Just, just ask her questions. They're good questions. They're really good questions. Oh, they're back. Uh, we enjoyed the conversation very much. <laughs> that was Courtney laughing. Yeah. Uh, everybody had a good time.
0: <laughs> I'm glad to, I'm, I'm an entertainer, right? I'm a, I'm an entertainer. That's what I'm all about. Anyway, Good. thank, Good. thanks once again to everyone involved for coming on my show, and and Courtney, last kind of a thing here, you got your book, you got your you know your hypnosis business, you've got your Facebook group page, all that stuff. Let's let's just go ahead and take a second and plug all that stuff.
1: Sure. So, CourtneyStarkey.com. And then for the book, and it's one of those things where I realized at one point, I was like, have I not linked to the book at CourtneyStarky.com, but I'm doing a whole website revamp. Um, so it might be there by the time somebody hears this and clicks on it, but otherwise cornflowerbook.com. So CourtneyStarkey.com and cornflowerbook.com. And if they want to book a one-on-one session, it is payitforwardhypnosis.com.
0: Links to all those can be found in the description. So if you feel drawn to work with Courtney, read her book, all that stuff, definitely use the links to reach out to her. And I just can't thank you enough for coming on. It's always very interesting. So thank you.
1: It was our pleasure. Wink.
0: (laughs) So after Courtney and I had quote unquote ended the episode, we started talking a little bit after when we were still recording, thankfully. So I'm just gonna put um, a couple outtakes that might jump around so they're not necessarily connected, but I, we, we kind of decided that we wanted you guys to hear this as well. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy this next section. And we'll cut it there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they're so intense. I love it.
0: It's hardcore man. I always I, I feel like I got put on blast.
1: It, they they do it to everyone, me included. So
0: I'm not offended or anything. If you, yeah, like, I don't. Want yeah, you I think to it's think pretty I'm, cool. I don't want you to think I'm offended. That'd be no, weird. No, no, no.
1: You don't seem offended at all.
0: I just, I I usually I usually for my show I usually am more in control of the conversation. So that was, it was weird.
1: Have you never had anybody do anything like that before? Just you. Oh, wow. That's so funny. I don't think I'm that unusual. So that's hilarious for me to know that.
0: Yeah. Most people, when I get most people on my show, I'm like, yeah, I don't have a plan. We're just going to talk because I hate doing the scripted. I don't, I don't do scripted questions. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Good for you. I just,
0: I just talk because I feel like scripted questions, they straight up just limit your capacity to have a meaningful conversation.
1: Yes. And you can tell that the person is just trying to think of how to weave in the scripted <laughs> next question.
0: Right. I, I never do. I just type in. Like, if if, I w- if you were anybody else, <laughs> I would be typing questions as I was thinking so I could remember them and, and or like points that I want to make or, or whatever. But um, I usually. I just was pulling blanks the whole time because I was just like, God, they take away any excuse right? that you could possibly make. They're like, well, actually and it's like, God! <laughs> <laughs> Just give me an out! <laughs> oh,
1: no. No, they care too much for you to give you an out. Like, an out is death.
0: Oof, yeah. Mm-hmm. The one you did not name. I guess I already got validation from my friend.
1: Well... This is what we just said. So you got validation. You still doubted. You asked again. So our point is you can keep asking these questions and get little microseconds of validation or you could just start trusting.
2: Mm.
0: See, there it goes. There you go again. Taking away all my excuses.
1: It's what we do. You're welcome. (laughs) We care enough about you guys to push. But remember, we're pushing and we're supporting. So it's like we're pushing you and we are also the people mover.
0: It's like we're the we're the airplanes and you're flying along putting gas in our airplane while we're flying.
1: <laughs> we're we're doing a lot for you guys, yes. But but imagine Back to the doubt, you know, whenever the airplanes are flying in the same direction as the wind, they fly faster. They're more fuel efficient. You land sooner when they are flying in resistance to the wind. It's a longer flight and it takes more fuel. The doubt (laughs) is the wind resistance. So you might as well just fly in the direction that you're meant to go in.
0: The doubt's hard for me, though. I'm working on it. I'm working on it, man.
1: Phrases like, the doubt is hard for me, is a form of self-hypnosis. Every time you think it, you're reinforcing it. Every time you allow yourself to say it out loud, you're really reinforcing it. Because you're now trying to convince another person to buy into that belief system about you. Fortunately, we do not buy into it. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, does that is that same thing... That's like the law of attraction, right? For lack of a better term.
1: Sure. Sure. But we also like the idea of calling it self-hypnosis. You're telling yourself something to the point of believing it. So be mindful of what you are telling yourself. So for example, Courtney used to be really, really negative, really pessimistic. And then she started to get a little bit better. And so she would tell herself, It is going to be okay. So that was her baby step into positivity. And then eventually she was like, wait. So the phrase, it's going to be okay, implies that it is currently not okay. So then she just did a minor word shifting and started telling herself it is okay. It's just these little things that really do matter as far as what do you really believe that you're experiencing what do you really believe that you're made of? What do you really believe that you're capable of?
0: Yeah, the mind shift. I need to make a mind shift change. I think really bad.
1: Slight right. refusing I am currently making a positive mind shift change.
0: I am. I am. I am changing my mindset right now. It's changing. Yeah.
1: Yes. And it is. It's accurate. We're not blowing smoke. It's accurate, right?
0: Yes, it is accurate. Yeah. Cuz I am changing my mindset or, yeah. or otherwise I wouldn't have been like like I I I wasn't necessarily fully prepared to to do this kind of a, a thing. So, but it just kind of happened. So, I guess it was supposed to happen. I've been trying to well, well I'll rephrase. I have been Hmm. I trust my intuition more.
1: (laughs) Wonderful. We wouldn't have come in if you weren't ready. Keep that in mind.
0: I, I agree. I agree with that.
1: So give yourself some credit. More and more credit. And then more and more credit. And fly.
0: Thank you very much.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you.
0: Well, that's that's all I have, Courtney. For like questions for you, it's it's just super super interesting to, all, <laughs> to talk to you every time.
1: <laughs> that lasts like five minutes. Better be in something that people can access. <laughs> There's a shit ton of helpful wisdom in that. <laughs>
0: That's it for today's episode. I would like to once again thank Courtney for coming on to the show. And I would like to thank you for tuning in. Definitely head on over to Courtney's websites, Link's in the description. Check out her book. Check out what else she's got going on. She's fantastic to work with. And she's got a lot of unique and interesting perspectives. So once again, head on over to those websites and check it out. And keep an eye out for my third interview with Courtney coming up here before September 30th. If you want to come onto the podcast to talk with me about your past life experience or your knowledge on any metaphysical topic, shoot me an email. My email is session at gmail.com, and I would love to have you on the show.